the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it's a big day. Could be a consequential day. A wonderful day. As oral arguments are being heard at the Supreme Court right now on a Mississippi law that bans abortion after 15 weeks. It is an issue that definitely divides America. There's really no middle ground on the taking of a human life in the womb. You either think it is a despicable evil and I do believe that it is a despicable evil. Or you believe that it's just a matter of personal choice, bodily autonomy, women's health care. I was reflecting on this today because it's all about what happens to Roe versus Wade. A decision in 1973 that set the precedent for a million babies a year to be killed in the United States of America legally. And I remember 1973. I was a kid. I was a little kid, but I was a kid. And I thought about something that we believe to be true in 1973 as it concerned taking care of kids. Because I was a kid playing junior high football. Maybe you played high school football then. Maybe you played it, you know, even after 1973. Here's what I remember about that. Hot August days, two days, three days. And the coaches would insist that you not, and I mean, let me repeat that, that you not take a drink of water at any time during practice. They, in fact, believed strongly, and the medical profession believed strongly, that if you took a drink of water during the ardent physical exertion of football practice, you would cramp up. That it would make whatever debilitating side effects you were suffering in the summer heat, it would make those side effects worse. It would be bad for you. And it's not like we didn't do anything to mitigate against the issues of heat exhaustion. No, we had a cure for that. We were encouraged, strongly so, to before practice take two, three, four, there's really no limit, little yellow pills. I can see them right now, handing them out. What was in those pills? I don't know 100%, but I know what we called them. We called them salt pills. You were encouraged to take salt pills. 
Now, obviously, we have advanced since then. We have tragically lost way too many football players to sudden death from heat exhaustion, and that has forced us to look strongly and hardly at, are we doing this right? And we found out now with the medical developments, scientific advances, research, testing, that what we thought was the right thing in the 1970s was actually exactly the opposite. It was 100% the wrong thing. Now, you see guys on the sidelines on NFL games, college games, high school games, squirting water in their mouth all the time. They have trainers coming around. They have like these little things on wheels, tanks of water to keep it sanitary. They don't contact your mouth with the wand, but they shoot it right into your mouth. We have, and believe me, in the 1970s, we didn't have much in the way of what now is a multi probably billion-dollar industry, sports drinks. There was no Powerade. There was no, you know, body armor. There was no, there was no any, all, all those shelves at Kroger that are lined with hydration products didn't exist when Roe versus Wade came about. Now, hydration, you would think, has nothing to do with abortion. But it does. It does because we now know that the right thing to do for an athlete under physical duress in the heat, and even not in the heat, even in the cold, is to hydrate during activity. We used to think that was bad for you. You were strongly encouraged not to do it. Salt pills actually escalated your dehydration. The thing we thought was good and made sense, in fact, now we know made no sense at all. And I'm sure there are many other things that we believed with the best of intentions in the 1970s that now have been completely debunked, exposed as fallacy. Have we come to realize anything more about fetal development since 1973? Were we commonly operating on babies inside the mother's womb in the 1970s? If so, I missed it. Did we have ultrasound technology then that we could look in and see and identify the sex of the baby? I don't remember that. I don't remember when somebody would say, hey, we're pregnant, we're having a child. I don't remember anybody saying, what is it? Is it a boy or is it a girl? Because it was self-evident that you were never going to know that until the baby was born. Now, that's not the case. You can absolutely positively know what the sex of your baby is going to be before it's born. Get a 3D ultrasound. You can paint the nursery, buy the baby clothes, name the child without fear that you will get a surprise on delivery day. We've advanced a long, 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 long way medically Since 1973, I could probably go online and find out things we thought in 1973 were 100% on the money when it came to people's health and the human body and how it works, let alone across the vistas of fetal development. So why haven't we evolved? 
Why haven't we recognized the obvious truth that that is a baby, that is a human life in the womb from the moment of conception? Certainly, and that's not even what we're litigating in the Supreme Court now, moment of conception. We're just litigating 15 weeks. Did we have prenatal departments in hospitals in 1973? Don't think so. Do we have them now everywhere? Do you, you personally, whoever you are, driving around 270, you're on I-71, you're on 315, whoever you are, I don't know you, but I bet I know something about you. I bet you know someone who had a baby at some point, and that baby was so tiny, so premature, so afflicted with some kind of ailment upon their birth that they had to remain in the hospital while mom and dad came home. And maybe that baby was about the size of your hand. And now that baby is a full-grown teenager, adult, thriving. You'd never know. You'd never know that they were in any kind of danger as a child. We have come so far medically in being able to care for, shepherd, raise, and understand life. Because the truth is that has been proven scientifically and cognitively to all of us. But those who persist in wanting to end life in the womb are sticking with antiquated, illogical, evil beliefs that what they want supersedes what we know. Truth is always the right side of an issue to be on. And if you are pro-life, you are on the right side of the abortion issue. Let's hope our Supreme Court rules that it also is on that side of truth. So you can get used to hearing more of what you heard during that break from segment one to segment two. Bernie Moreno spots. Bernie Moreno running for Senate from the state of Ohio, trying to replace Rob Portman. He's one of six major candidates. They were all at Genoa in Westerville, October the 26th. I was there. Aaron Bear was there from Center for Christian Virtue. Hugh Hewitt was there to moderate. And Bernie Moreno is one of a couple in the race that you don't know really much about him. You might know, is he the guy who used to be the Mercedes dealer? Yes. Is he the guy from Columbia who came here and became a U.S. citizen? Yes. So Bernie Moreno on his Twitter today said that he is ready to (laughs) release the Kraken, for lack of a better term. He is starting his Get to Know Me campaign throughout Ohio. So the ad blitz for some candidates starts, and then it stops, and then it restarts, and then it stops, and then it restarts again. 
You've seen ads for Josh Mandel. I have. I've seen Josh, uh, Josh Mandel ads. I've seen Mike Gibbons ads. I've seen Jane Timken ads, J.D. Vance ads. And I was waiting like, why isn't Bernie Moreno running any ads? Now he is running ads. Uh, says he is spending more than $4 million to go with a six-week-long ad blitz. And he's hoping that this elevates him in the polls because once you get to February, March, I mean, that's the time you got to be getting it done. So you as a voter have to decide who you're going to support in this race. The one guy we haven't heard much from is Matt Dolan, the state senator. Yesterday, you may remember during the show, I was criticizing heavily a state senator from Urichville who's signed on with all the Democrats to sponsor what they call the Fairness Act, which, of course, when a Democrat names it, it's the exact opposite of what they name it. The Fairness Act is not at all fair to girls. I don't think it's fair to put biological boys on girls' sports teams and in girls' locker rooms. But that's what the hmm, so-called Fairness Act would do. Well, Matt Dolan is one of the Republican sponsors of that bill. And he gives the faulty, flawed justification as, ah, it's good for business in Ohio. We don't want the LGBTQ, RSTUV, alphabet mafia to look at Ohio and say, it's not gay-friendly. Now, if you live, when you do, because you're listening to this show, in Columbus, Ohio, would you say Columbus, Ohio is an anti-gay city? I don't think so. I think Columbus, Ohio has proven to be a city that is exceedingly tolerant of the homosexual lifestyle. The whole short north, the doodah parade, everything. So this is a ridiculous justification that any Republican would give for supporting the Fairness Act because it's not about business. Why the Fairness Act is bad legislation is because it would make easier the horrific thing that happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, where a girl, a freshman girl, was raped. I was debating whether to say exactly what happened. No, I'm not going to. I want to keep it as tasteful as I can because that's a bad enough image. But she was raped in a high school restroom by a boy who said he was a girl. Transgender girl is a biological boy. So uh, Matt Dolan's on the wrong side of that issue as it concerns Republican voters. He has not started an ad blitz yet. And as I've said, with Matt Dolan, the money that he is going to spend on campaigning for the U.S. Senate would be better spent by his family members who devote most of their time to the new Cleveland Guardians. Bring us a power-hitting third baseman. Well, actually, a power-hitting first baseman, because Jose Ramirez is pretty good. So you're going to get the opportunity over the next few months to know Bernie Moreno, and uh, we'll see whether he starts to jump in the polls. I've been intrigued by meeting him, and we shall see whether the rest of the state of Ohio gets on board that as well. Now, story today from Max Philby in the Dispatch said this the says that the omicron variant of covid-19 is inevitably going to come to ohio in fact the health experts think that it's probably already here i think they're right i think it probably is already here 
The difference is they're exceedingly worried about it, and I am not. I don't think you need to be worried about it either. And that's not my COVID denialism. It's not even really my preference for freedom over tyranny. It's just that I don't spend a lot of time worrying about things that I cannot change. Because whatever time you devote to something that you cannot change, stressing about it, obsessing about it, does it help? Does it make the situation any less debilitating, if in fact it is debilitating? No. I don't like to waste energy, mental energy, physical energy, psychological energy. I don't like to waste energy on things that I can't change. And I think it's pretty proven that COVID is a virus that is, in the eloquent words of one of my doctor friends, a virus that's going to virus. That's what viruses do. They spread. Can't stop them. Even, you would think, an island like Australia could lock everybody out, COVID wouldn't get in, didn't happen. COVID found its way to Aussie land. COVID found its way to the Hawaiian Islands. COVID has a way that confounds the ways of man. So Omicron, yeah, it's probably already here. But history shows us that viruses don't get more dangerous. They get less dangerous. And here is what I think if we thought about it a bit, we might realize. Of course, the left's never going to admit what I'm about to tell you because to admit it, they would have to make an even more distasteful admission. And that admission would be that the best immunity against COVID or any disease is the natural immunity your own body produces. Cleveland Clinic study. Cleveland Clinic study says natural immunity from contracting COVID and recovering from COVID is vastly superior to anything contrived in your body by messenger RNA or by old vaccine technology, which is the Johnson Johnson vaccine. That's the Cleveland Clinic. I don't think anybody doubts the Cleveland Clinic. I don't think they think they're nuts at the Cleveland Clinic. So if Omicron is contagious, let's say it's as contagious as Delta, but all the initial reports are true and it is less dangerous to you, as viruses that mutate are less dangerous than the original, wouldn't it be good, or at least not a horrible thing, if you got the less dangerous version of COVID and produced your own antibodies so that you could fight off future mutations of COVID? Is that discussed? No, of course it's not. Is natural immunity discussed? No, of course it's not. Because I really don't think this is about the danger of COVID. I think it's about stoking fear. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.